Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Well, you pet stylists, you found the Groom Pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Berg. Susie! How you doing and what's up? Well, you know what's up, doggone it. I got a new horse. That's what's up. <laughs> I know. It's no equine from now on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have a lovely horse minute coming up. Anyway, welcome to episode 332 of the Groom Pod, recorded on April 3rd, 2022 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Cheers, Groom More, and Stazco. And if you'd like to tip your podcasters, you can go to our website at thegroompod.com and use the donation button or join <coughs> us on Patreon. This week on The Groom Pod, Barbara's going to tell us about skin and coat care for the senior dog. We're going to learn about menthol, and I'm going to chat a little bit about Andis Clipper Maintenance. This week, What's New is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you're looking for a software solution for your shop, mobile, or house call, Groomore is it. It has online booking and online forms and intake or matted dog forms, payment processing, reminders and wait lists, inventory, routing, calendar and QuickBooks syncs, and most importantly, 24-hour service. And they've given us a great offer. You can switch over to Groom More and try it for two months at half off. Just put in the code GroomPod. Thank you very, very much for my Seven Fingers Detangling Brush. Oh, you're welcome. That is you a, like it? It's very interesting. It's different than all my other brushes. And I have been through a bevy of brushes, Barbara. My <laughs> new horse, Maisie the Amazing, has the most beautiful black mane. And it's really long and it's really thick. And quite frankly, I'd like to keep it that way. Or at least I'm working towards that direction. So I very much have coat care and non-damage in my head. So I took out my mane and tail brush, which is that old brush uh, that everybody has seen. It's got kind of a curve to it and it's got the little beads on top of the brush bristles and it's just a basic mane and tail brush on a bed of rubber. Then I have the seven fingers brush. I have my Chris Christensen uh, brass long pin brushes. I've got the dreaded slicker brush went in the garbage can today, the one that I had out in the bar, and it's gone. No more dreaded slicker Good brush. Good girl. Yeah, it's gone. Good girl. I don't even Give want Give your Pinello out there? I took the Pinello out there, and then I took all kinds of potions and lotions, everything I could find that perhaps would have the right detangling action, because what happens is I have some wood chips in the pasture, and she really enjoys rolling and laying in the wood chips because they are biologically warm. You know, they, they kind of heat up. So she likes to lay in the wood chips. And when she stands up, she gives a vigorous shake, but she has wood chips still in her mane. And they start the tangles. So every morning I have to go through with 
my hands and kind of take out all of the extracurricular particulates <laughs> that end up in her mane. And then, of course, it's raining still about 60% of the time. So the wet hair gets tangled a little bit easier, even though uh, the little girl who owned her was doing a real good job of not damaging her coat, her mane anyway. It came, mane and tail came really nicely undamaged. I have finally found what works, though. I took the main, the new seven-finger brush out there. It didn't really do it very well. It just got it was kind too of, light. Yes. It was too lightweight. Yeah. yeah. The mane and tail brush that I so much loved having in my travel bag for my own hair, the beads instantly came off. The first brush through, I lost half of the beads, but it was $3.50, and I get it. I still got two of them, and I'm going to try the one for my own hair because maybe my hair won't rip the beads out quite as quickly. I was kind of surprised at that when I, I looked at it and all the colors were gone. <laughs> there were like eight knobs left on there. That was, that was bad. And then my Chris Christensen pin brushes, those didn't work through very well. The T brush kind of worked a little bit, um, starting at the bottom. Super important that I coat the hair with something when I'm doing this. And I started lightly and I ended up with a, the, the Equus Survivor Gel. And what I do is I put some in my hands. And then when I'm working through with my fingers through the mane, it spreads the Equus gel throughout the coat. Then I take my boar bristle hairbrush, my human boar bristle, 25-year-old hairbrush. It has short bristles in it. It has a really nice bed. I don't know where it came from. Maybe it was a bath brush it kind of has that coloring to it it's super old though i've had it for all my horses and i use that with a little bit of survivor gel in there and that and a little patience works through the coat with zero damage i'm sure of it it takes me a little bit longer but it works better than all of the other options combined i never thought i would go back to a bristle brush but this one seems to work. Am I have I lost my mind or am I on the right track here? Well, I have mixed feelings. I did too. I had put it away a long time ago. Because I have read kind of early on, so I I don't remember exactly the source, but I think it might have been Dr. Zoe, what's her name, who is one of my first kind of go-to expert hair hair science experts. Uh-huh who says that boar bristles, well, boar bristles are interesting because how safe they are for hair kind of depends on whether they're first cut, second cut, or third cut. And I'm not even sure it's a boar bristle brush. <laughs> it's just a bristle brush. I just kind of think it is. But this expert that I remember said that bristle brushes can have very small tips that can also chip the hair cuticle but you're doing but I wouldn't worry about it too much if you think it's working and and because you're using the survivor and you're putting protectant on the hair before you use the bristle it's probably okay did you try the Pinello I did try the Pinello it worked okay but it's just not big enough to get I mean there's a lot of mane 
and it would take me forever, maybe once a week with the Pinello and then the rest of the time with the bristle brush. I don't know. I'm still trying to work it out. It's a fascinating problem because she also has a section up at the top of her head where the mane goes the other direction. Just like wow. this four inch, maybe five inch. Perhaps she had a really long bridal path at one time, like real long, maybe six inches like they do on some of the hunter jumpers. And mm -hmm. it grew back in the, the, I mean, it's just the very top of her mane, but it's bizarre. And it I know, I know. I saw that. I saw that in your video. Yep. I, I noticed that. I said, uh, Gee, that looks like a uh, like a hunting horse. Like they they actually clip that hair right there. You know, I couldn't tell whether she had mane there or or not. Well, I did a small bridle path of about three inches, so I could yeah. see the stuff up there. But it looked like she had a massive long one at one time, and wow. then it grew in the other direction. I'll work with it. I might have to do some braiding in the winter to keep the particulates and things out of there. Maybe do a running braids. The whole new world opens up. I've been researching braiding of the hair. And a lot of people say to braid it and that helps keep it in there. But I don't want it to look all curly either. It's nice. It's just got a lovely wave to it. It's beautiful. But it's been really fun experimenting over the last couple of weeks with the different tools and the different type of hair, because horse mane hair is really thick. It's just very strong and thick hair. It's quite different than dog hair. But you know, that seven finger brush is the cat's pajamas, or should I say the dog's suit. <laughs> dog's pajamas. Yeah, the dog's long <laughs> underwear. How's that? It is so fantastic for May, uh, ears and tails because mostly that's what I'm trying to save is ears and tails and I'm loving it for that see in the dog hair and a little bit in my own hair uh, the dog hair works really well I'm enjoying it I find it a very gentle tool and I'm so grateful for it and it's a lovely color combination so thank you for not just sending me the black one <laughs> no I spent extra money on that color and I said I'm not sending her a black tool and I constantly demean black tools black tools people if you haven't heard me before black items get lost in the visual void they fall in the hole in the universe they disappear from sight and I learned that when I was a stage manager in San Francisco in my previous 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 life <laughs> that was previous before the drumming that was previous before before the grooming it was previous before anything and <laughs> I was a stage manager in San Francisco and we would use black tape and black drapes and black anything to cover up things that we didn't want the audience to see on the stage so you know like I, I know for a fact that black items disappear into the visual void and it's just really hard to pick them out of any clutter and which you know I always have around me oh it's yes just kind <laughs> of like my hair it's just my environment just immediately turns to clutter because that's how I are. <laughs> I totally get it. Hey, do you think there's any risk at me using the survivor gel like maybe once or twice a week? No. Yo, you know, like my experience with the survivor gel, the, the Equus survivor gel is my favorite 
detangling gel because it seems to uh, melt into the hair real well. I'm going to say absorb into the hair really well. I agree. No, it just doesn't turn oily or greasy. I mean, it could if you used way too much, I'm sure anything will, but it's not an oily product and it, it does seem to do its job and then it kind of fades away. Uh, I like it for that reason. You know, I can, it, it's good, very good choice. And I don't think that there's any, any risk at, at having a, a buildup problem. Good. With so, that, you know, I pulled uh, up home from work this week. And yeah. of course she comes running up to the fence because uh, the trailer looks like a horse trailer and she thinks we're going somewhere. So she runs up <laughs> and she looks at me and she has a bowl cut on her block. <laughs> My husband went and cut her straight. No. Across. Oh yeah. Oh fuck that. <laughs> Damn. I know. But remember, he doesn't know I bought the horse. So <laughs> What am I going to do? So I went in there with my blenders and I made it all soft and it looks fine now. But I, I came home and I went, no, it was horrible. I dropped to my knees and shook my fists at the sky. <laughs> uh, and didn't say anything to him. Not a, not a word. It's all good. Uh, your relationship amazes me. Susie, I want to give a shout out to uh, one of our friends that deserves more attention, and that's Suzanne Grand. Oh, yeah. I like her. And uh, yeah, she's very knowledgeable. She's a very experienced groomer, a former winning competition groomer, and she has tons of experience in preparing dogs for uh, show and she's she's very committed to helping groomers groom to the breed profiles and what she does is almost every day she does a live stream youtube grooming she's got quite a library and i mean it's a good it's a really good way to learn the breed profile, even though you might not be doing breed profiles, you will know like kind of what the key points are to get the breed look so that you can modify the grooming and still have a Westie that looks like a Westie. Uh, and tomorrow she's doing a full, I mean, she does the whole thing. Neat. She does the whole thing, and tomorrow she's doing uh, soft-coated wheat interior. Her video channel is, uh, wait a minute, I'm going to give it to you. And she spells her last name G-R-A-N-D-E. It was easy to find. It popped right up. Yeah. Grand Style Dog Grooming on YouTube. So if you're interested in learning free, you know, go check out. Uh, Suzanne Grand, because I think she's just really a terrific groomer. She's got a lot to share. She's committed to this industry and to our craft. And uh, you just never know what little what little tips you're going to pick up, you know, and what the groomers love to do, but watch other groomers groom, you know. <laughs> so
Good so. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so true. I love to watch people groom. I could do it for hours. I went to the Northwest show and I did watch a bunch of people grooming. Oh, it was so much fun. I did enjoy it. It was a little smaller this year than it has been in the past, but still lots of good quality stuff to learn. Lots of shopping, all kinds of good stuff. Well, one more thing happened this week. Look out, here it comes. It's your mobile moment. <laughs> Some weeks are just like this. This happened to be a very expensive week for me. <laughs> very expensive. And this is just how it goes sometimes, right? I took my Explorer in to get an oil change. And we found that the brakes all the way around were toast. And not just uh, the brakes, but the rotors and everything, all of the uh, gear, everything was metal to metal. thousand uh, dollars No, luckily, because, you know, we can do the work, it's 500 But still, I wasn't expecting that. I also possibly have a rear end problem <laughs> and a fuel pump problem. Well, my Toyota, my Toyota SUV RAV4 is singing to me in first gear. That's not good. Well, on top of that, I had to do the water pump. God, multiple, multiple. Then I came out. So I've got the little Explorer that could, my little tiny two-door Explorer, six-cylinder with 243,000 miles on it. And uh, I looked at my trailer and I had a bald tire all the way down to the threads. Like you could see the material, the steel belt and everything so I had to cancel my appointment yesterday that I had and um, take it in to get $450 worth of tire trailer tires oh god on um, for the for the grooming trailer the trailer yep how does it does it have how many tires just, does it have just two just two but my mistake has been buying crappy cargo trailer tires instead of eight ply really good tires so i bought the better tires because i can't Ugh. have a blowout back there and i came no here. <laughs> so so you dodged a bullet there i did but it it was an expensive week and if you can't roll with this kind of thing happening every now and again mobile grooming's probably not for you I'm lucky I have some savings. I have a husband who's a mechanic. I have a neighbor who has a car lift. So we can pretty much maintain my mobility, if you will, with the least amount of pain. But for a lot of people, these catastrophic damages, you know, they put you out of work. So one of the reasons I have a trailer is so that I can pull it with something else, but then I go pulling it with something else and end up with bad tires. You just have to watch everything all the time so you don't have breakdowns on the road, which I didn't. It went in for maintenance before we noticed all this stuff, but any one of those things could have caused me to be trapped on the road or on the freeway or at somebody's house. And so that's it. That's my mobile moment. All right, Barbara, what happened to you this week? <laughs> Oh, I had a moment too. Well, it wasn't really so much my moment, but Dave <laughs> had a, had a uh, hair stripping breakdown uh, in the saddle, so to speak. Oh no! <laughs> so, I'll tell you about. I'll tell you about it. So, it was this dog that we did months and months and months ago, six months ago. Merlin, who's a a, a border terrier, and they won it just like to the nub all the way around. I mean, not even, not even the little 
face, you know, like just all the way down to the like underwear. Yeah, all the way down, all the way over. And it's been done and they haven't been cheating. Whoever was doing it, well, they were going up to Phoenix to get the breeder up there to do it for practically nothing. Of course. It makes me so mad that these breeders give away our skills for, you know, like a quarter of the price that we need to charge in order to make a living. And yeah, sound effects, please. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So the dog, the, the, when the dog was done before, it was two visits, and I charged him $250 each visit. The dog's hair doesn't want to pull out, and it was just an, an immense job. Well, the man had a fit over the price i mean he didn't he just said uh is this how it's gonna be <laughs> and i and i said i mean he didn't tip he just said whoa stop here please you know? <laughs> <laughs> and i said i don't know it's gonna depend on how hard it is next time the dog is perfect the dog is just stoic the dog goes into the, I'm not here and this ain't happening to me, just eyes glaze over and he's just like standing there. He's just like, I don't know, in his head somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I do that when I dry dogs. I can imagine what he's thinking. Playing a video game or something in his head. Yeah, yep. like, a, I'm not here and this ain't happening to me and, uh, and I'm, uh, you know. Never and never holds it against us, always bounces in, you know. But the hair just doesn't pull out easily like it does on most dogs, even though it's fully grown out, you know, it just doesn't shed. <laughs> and so it's it's hard to pull. Well, anyway, I didn't remember it was this dog. I did remember it was the dog that needed to be, you know, like cleaned down all over, including the face. And I only had three dogs booked for that day. And so I let I asked Dave if I could have the day off so I could work on my book. And he could groom. He said, well, I do think I can do three dogs, Barb. You know, <laughs> like, oh. so then at 1.30, he's calling me. Barbara, can we reschedule this dog? My hands are hurting. I can't do anymore. It doesn't come out. He's whining, you know, he's he's just like... He's just on the verge, you know. And so I said, I'll be right there. We'll take a look at it. I'll see what I can do. So I get over there. I walk in the shop and I just see hair flying. And he is pulling, he's, he's not using any tools. I have got so many hand stripping tools. I've got knives. I've got blocks. I've got the special uh, Skip made these uh, tools that are like steel bars with uh, crunchy stuff on the end, yeah. gravel on the end. You know, they, they're oh, really yeah, I've good. seen those. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. I've just got a, all of these things that make it easier. And he's just got the gloves. And I and I get closer, he's pulling out big chunks of hair, way more than, I mean, I don't ever pull out that much. And he's doing it, he's frantic. 
and there's rubber gloves all over the floor. He's gone through like four pairs. <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. And, 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 you know, and the hair's all over the floor because when Yvonne and I strip, we put the hair in a little wastebasket so that we can then show it to the people. You know, that yeah. this is what we got today. Yeah, visual aids, it kind of, it, it just supports your price. It supports that you're doing the real thing. It just, it's just a part of the customer service, you know, it's just a show and tell moment. And, but here it's just like all over. And Merle is just there. I am not here and this isn't happening to me. And I said, wait a minute, stop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a, a meltdown moment. He was just desperate to finish this job. And, and I said, look, it, if your hands are hurting you, you know, and so this is the, this is the new thing. Yvonne used it on me. Yesterday. <laughs> my hands hurt too much. I can't do anymore. You know, like, Hey, hello. My hands hurt too much when I'm in bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like That's, a cop out. Yeah, well, but it's the truth. I understand. I mean, you know, I understand. And I, I you know, like I, I don't want to have hand stripping become groomer's hell at my shop because I'm committed to offering this service and I can't do very much of it myself. So I contacted the woman and I said, uh, we've done as much as we can. Oh, we're going to need to schedule another appointment. She gets back to me. Well, if I leave him there till 4.30, can you finish up? <laughs> wow. I just wanted to say, fuck, no. I no, was... I just said, I just said, no, it, we've just, we're, we're just, fin- we just can't do anymore. And, you know, she, she understood, sort but of. she didn't, <laughs> she didn't want to understand. Yeah. And um, he had spent about. It's been about three hours on the dog. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he had. That's exhausting for the groomer and the dog. He said, I've been doing, I've been working on this dog since 1030. And I said, uh, you can't do it anymore. And he he had it. So one hip was, one side of the back leg was all the way down. (laughs) And the other one was not down at all. Ah. I said, we've just got, we've just got to take this other hip down a little bit. So give it a little bit more (laughs) symmetry and uh, we'll be, we'll be good for the day, you know? And so, you know, so just got into stop and regroup and be a little bit more gentle. Cause even though Merlin wasn't pitching a fit or anything, it was just like too much hair at a time. You you just can't do large coats of hair like that. Um, but it was funny. I, I said, uh, Dave, it sort of looks to me back here like you uh, kind of had a, a little hissy fit. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed and he said, yeah, you didn't hear what I was saying. <laughs> I said, well, thanks for calling me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, thank, thanks. <laughs> even though yeah no so that was funny but hair all over rubber gloves all over the floor come on (laughs) totally Uh, you know like sometimes hand stripping is as I mean I yesterday while I was finishing up the dog that Elon couldn't do any more of I was saying why did I get 
into this. You know, my hands were killing me. Her hands were killing me. You know, the dog didn't like it. That dog was getting mouthy with me. And I had a dog, I had a senior dog problem yesterday. Well, I, I don't know if it's a senior dog. He's not that old. I guess he is. This is Toro, the Shih Tzu Maltese that comes with uh, Pee Wee, the Maltese, which is his dad. And this is a Shih Tzu Maltese from a backyard grooming of friend you mean of his. a backyard his. breeding. A backyard breeding, sorry. <laughs> and, you know, like Toro has always been kind of likely to bite his owner. And I believe that it, that Tom accidentally hurt Toro somewhere along the line because he never, ever gave us a problem. But a few months ago, he dislocated his rear knee and Tom didn't have the $3,500 that they wanted to fix it. And so he hasn't fixed it. He's just going to hope that scar tissue develops around it and he'll be okay. Well, you know, he's not okay. Um, and even though he was sitting down, he was biting at our hands and kind of yelping at even picking up his front paws. You know, and I'm just thinking the dog is so arthritic all over. I mean, that injury has just like stressed out the entire structure out of this dog. And now he's afraid to even give us his his front, you know, uh, what I almost did, but I was able to kind of regroup on him. I What I did do is I put him in a really wide, soft belly support and and so that he didn't have to put any weight on his back legs. And then I was able to do some, but I still couldn't pick up his front feet and I couldn't do his nails yesterday. And I, uh, and I told the owner, I said, you know, like he needs some kind of a pain pill for grooming. Yeah, it sounds because like Because he's, he's never mouth-to-hand contact with us. And I've been grooming him for several years, so all of his life. And he's never done that with us. And um, yesterday, he just wanted to stop the action. You know, like, you can't do that. Poor guy hurts. He hurts. Yeah. So... This brings up an interesting topic, the topic yes. of senior dogs and how to take care of their skin and hair. Hey, hang tight for a minute. We'll be right back. Room pack. Let me tell you about the newest thing from Best Shots Ultramax Pro line. I'm seriously stoked about these products. First up is Ultramax Hair Hold Spray. It's a mindfully created aerosol-free styling spray. It's flexible and can be layered on for a stronger hold. It's quick drying and has the Ultramax Delicate Sweet Pea Fragrance. Next up is my favorite new product in a long time. It's called the Max and I love it to the max. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It's so concentrated that one small bottle makes 10 quarts. It reduces drying time, extends manageability, and aids you in achieving optimal coat performance. Mats and tangles brush away more easily, and it turns your recirculator into a de-shedding machine. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. It's amazing. Check it all out at ultramaxpro.com and see why Barbara and I are so excited. 
That's ultramaxpro.com. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor and order some Max and Hair Hold Spray today. For over 30 years, Best Shot has been making masterpieces out of nightmares in record time. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. Let's talk a little bit about the senior dog and their coat and skin requirements and how we treat them and stuff and things. Oh, I, I think we all know that things change in skin and coat as animals or people age. And, and I, you know, I'm particularly focused on that because I'm getting old. Oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and... So I'm experiencing things changing in on my skin and on my hair. And so I am more sensitive to that or perceiving that more in the animals that I handle. And I notice that it's, it's very similar. Um, the skin loses elasticity, becomes wrinkled, there's discoloration and kind of brown spots and oh, I, Susie brown spots on my face I got it I'm gonna have to do something because it's oh <laughs> that's over the line right I'm, I'm not so I'm not so self-conscious about a few wrinkles right but the brown spots that's too much that's too much so <laughs> so I, I'm gonna be getting some glycolic acid or something like that but you know the 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 quality of the skin diminishes the quality of the coat diminishes the skin is more likely to lose barrier function and have infections and allergic reactions and it seems thinner more delicate it is thinner and more delicate dry dry skin right uh, is so common among seniors and it can either show up as kind of like total dry skin or maybe rough flaky areas in the uh, uh, in like the inner thigh that's a very that's a very thin skinned place good to know <laughs> the, yeah the, <laughs> I'll make sure to be uh, real careful there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, on your dogs. Yes, and okay. that, that's one of the reasons why and that's the area where we are most likely to clip or burn. True. You know, and it's 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 not just stuff, but it's also because that's a more tender area of skin. You know, and the very, you know, like, I don't know why it doesn't have more hair there to protect it, but it doesn't. I'm certainly glad it doesn't, actually. But yeah, that's a whole actually, other subject. <laughs> that's a whole you definitely need to be more careful in clipper work on the older dog. Yeah, and we all know that some breeds like poodles and cockers develop a lot of little uh, growth things. Landmines. Landmines, yes. I did a, a poodle this week that I had to do a 15 on the body. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> well, I did it. I mean, and this is the wife of my former 
mentor and main wizard. The gay guy? <laughs> and the gay guy. <laughs> this is the gay guy's wife. Well, Bill North is Mr. Scissorhands, who just happens, excuse me, just happens to be gay. I'm okay with it. It's the although I <laughs> although I well, you know what? She was gay too. Okay, well that works. So you know, and they just didn't figure it out until they got married. Good enough. And then I can understand. <laughs> you know, and then it slowly, but most definitely emerged. And then I live. I, I lived through his most gay face you know like his i'm right out of the closet time yeah oh boy <laughs> you know like the these people that have been these these men that have been closeted and then come out look out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're here and they're opinionated <laughs> because they've been like stuffing shit in it for their entire life and now they're not doing that anymore and so <laughs> so anyway yeah he was very gay while he was teaching me and I learned a lot about that I mean we had drag queens coming into the into the salon and everything you know like it just like boom here you go Barb open up (laughs) (laughs) so this that was an old poodle with lots of landmines an old poodle with lots of landmines and I just did what she wanted which was like like take it away I mean I even made little top knot thing you know I love doing really nice stat poodle top knots but no little tiny round thing cap a cap <laughs> yeah you know a cap versus a top knot right and um I don't know why they call it a top knot when it's not banded or you know but they do anyway so getting back to it and that dog skin is is really tender you know, you, so you've got to be careful with with everything on extra senior dogs. You want to be careful with the products that you use. You you might not want to use a sodium laurel sulfate shampoo on old dog skin. You might want to use if you look at uh, search Amazon for uh, senior dog shampoo, you'll find not only a couple of them that are labeled senior dog shampoo, but then a whole bunch of products that are like ultra mild, moisturizing, uh, hypoallergenic. Do you really need a hypoallergenic with an older dog? I don't think you necessarily do. I would say only if fragrances are an issue or yeah only yeah that even then some of the hypos have some fragrance in them so no i'm gonna say no i don't i'm gonna say that a hypoallergenic shampoo is not necessary for a senior dog but it's not a bad idea either and if your hypo like um show season truly tearless is a really good choice for a senior dog because it's not only hypoallergenic but it's ultra mild it's it's made with softer more gentle cleansing surfactants i often reach for the best shot sentiment line and grab something out of that yeah yeah because it's pretty gentle and uh, has that hypoallergenic fragrance 
I do the hot, the best shot sentiment puppy. Oh yeah, the puppy shape, wash. The yep. puppy wash because it has a really nice fragrance. It sure and, does. Um, and I would say that you really want to be sure to condition the senior dog, even if it's a short coat, because it's going to be like a moisturizing lotion for the skin, as well as kind of protecting the coat. The coat itself, senior dog hair, is also likely to uh, kind of lack in color, can be faded, it can be thinner, it can be definitely more easily damaged. And if it's a drop-coated dog that is in a full coat, that coat is likely to be more damaged. One of the reasons that Katie, the bearded collie that comes in every two weeks, is always matted, it's because her old coat is really damaged. And it was damaged partly because of just inter- internal aging process and the use of slicker brushes and harmful tools. Talking about slicker brushes, that's something you don't want to use on a senior dog. Yeah, you don't want to use it on either because you can either scratch and braid the skin or, yeah, and if it's a senior shedding dog and you de shedding don't use a shedding blade yeah definitely not yikes also sometimes i have problems with clipper combs on dog legs for the oldies you know they can be painful their legs are painful and you run the clipper comb down the leg and the dog says ow and pulls his leg away because it's just a little bit rough so they don't have the padding well you know what I don't have that problem so much because I have a really light touch. Well, you're using a Brevera. You're not using it. I just don't have a lot of confidence in my leg scissoring skills. Like I can never get them all looking the same. You know, there's always something somewhere that doesn't quite fit the mold for me and I get frustrated with it. So I always like to at least set the length somehow. So I have a guide. I mean, I use the clipper combs almost exclusively although lately i've been going back to using my andis clippers and i'm glad we're going to talk about clipper maintenance because i need to do that but um well you can use a a snap-on comb and go in reverse i've done that to get a more even uh, to get a more even clipping but you need to know it's going to be considerably shorter than if you go with the grain. It just uh, it just always does. So does my scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Bear Anthony, visiting the groom pot again. Okay, so you know I love my Evolution Swivel Shears. And you even know that these customizable shears come in non-swivel as well. But did you know that they're the only ones I've been trusting my sharpening with for around 15 years? And that that's how we met? What? You haven't tried their sharpening yet? If so, send in your next batch of sharpening and you'll get one shear sharpened for free with a $75 order just for telling them where you heard about them. Your shears and blades will thank you. We love our sponsors, like Show Season. Let me tell you about my favorite Show Season products. 
True Tearless is a hypoallergenic, scent-free shampoo that really cleans and never, ever leaves a fragrance. Pair it with the hypo conditioner and you have a winning, smell-free combination. Results Rinse is an after-bath rinse that lightly conditions and protects without adding any weight to scissored coats. It aids in drying time and it helps with brush-outs, too. Show Season carries Barbara's Essential Oil Blends and Mellow Pet Shampoo, Blueberry Products, Delicious Colognes, Hemp Products, a Feline Line, Spa and Natural Options, and so much more. You can find Show Season Animal Products at all shows and through lots of distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies. And you can check out all their products at their website, thebestpetshampoo.com, or call 678-382-0218. Make every season a show season. (laughs) So it loses collagen, and collagen is kind of the uh, infrastructure of the hair. It kind of holds the stratum corneum up. It holds the outer skin uh, nice and taut. And like when that happens, it, it kind of becomes not such a good support system. And that's what causes kind of sagging skin and loss of elasticity. And then another thing that gets lost by just aging is ceramides. And ceramides are the mortar that holds the skin cells together. So that also causes a loosening, sagging of the skin. Now, Collagen cannot really be replaced externally, but ceramides can if you have a kind of a high-tech shampoo that includes ceramides, but that's more likely to be found in human products than in pet products. In pet products, I have become more conscious of prebiotic tending to the senior skin or to any of the skin. And I love the iGroom prebiotic shampoo and conditioner for that. And Show Season Honey shampoo and conditioner is a really good uh, team for senior dogs. That honey is not only does it just like smell really delicate and nice, but it um, it hydrates and softens the skin and is good for the hair as well. The sucrose part of that, the sugar stuff in there in the honey is is good for skin and hair. So that's a good choice. It seems like there's less follicles per square inch as they age. Is it because of follicles getting damaged or um, like for instance on top of the shih tzus where the tail bangs on top of the dog all the time as they age there just seems to be less and less hair that's willing to even grow there oh yeah and and uh i have an an older kind of havanese bichon dog she's her coat is so thin and i did Recently, we lost a Bichon that was older, and his coat was so thin that no matter what size comb I use, I could see the pink skin. Yes. White dogs are a special special problem 
because they have such light skin that if the sun can hit the skin, you can have sun damage. And sun damage can start at a very young age. This is why I just like really hate to shave down white dogs in the summertime. Black dogs in the summertime have a particular problem because the black coat transmits the heat to the skin. It transmits the heat to the skin. White dogs, the white coat reflects or deflects the sun from the skin, it, the heat from the sun. So the, the white coat serves a somewhat like white roof coating. So yesterday I did a Maltese mixed toots. Isn't that a cute name? Yes. Toots, who was an, uh, adopted from the hum, adopted from animal control, she was a stray that wasn't claimed. Why anybody would have a really darling Maltese mix and not go get her? Uh, who knows? And these people, the husband walks the dog a lot, hikes with the dog, and he's and he comes in and uh, tells Yvonne it's time for a really close summer cut. She's starting to pant. So Yvonne was really smart. She said, Barbara has told me that when they start to pant, it simply means they've turned on their air conditioner. <laughs> Good job, Yvonne. <laughs> Good job, Yvonne. And you know what, people? That is a, such a nice way to put it to people. People get it. When you say they turned, it just means they turned on their air conditioner. I turned on the air conditioner in my car this week. It was like, uh, Susie, it was like 85. Ugh. And, uh, you know, and I had it do it. And it didn't mean that I was suffering. It just meant it was time for some cooling action. And so that's why they start to pant. It's time for some cooling action. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're suffering. It means that they're, they're working to not suffer. It's prevention. Yeah, you know, and um, so I said, uh, okay, so I took that dog down with my four and a half blade, and that was as close as I wanted to go. And when the when the owner came, I said, this is as close as I want to go on touch this summer, uh, and he said, absolutely, whatever you say, you're the expert. Oh God, I love it when they do me that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> You know, we trust you 100%. She, she said all of this. That makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. You know, because it's, it, and you know what? It gets better when you get older in this job. Because there is something that is associate that associates age with wisdom. And that's a problem that when you're really young, like in your 20s, and you open your business, or even in your 30s, and you open your business, people are not going to respect your wealth of knowledge as well as when you're more mature. So I, if in that case, I'm, I'm glad I'm old because I tend to get that respect more often than ever before. Um, but I've also learned how to, how to talk to people without seeming to be lecturing them. If I'm going to do a lecture, I said, I'll say, do you have five minutes for my lecture on skincare in the summertime? <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I like it. Be 
because if you're trying to educate people and they're not, and you haven't agreed to, to teach them or they haven't agreed to let you teach them, it's just going to seem like you're talking down to them. They're going to, they can interpret it less positively. Definitely. Yeah. I didn't understand that whole wisdom thing until I had been grooming long enough to see that when you've been grooming long enough, you know how to hold the dogs, you know how to recognize the discomfort, you know how to take a different approach. You have sensitivities and knowledge that you just don't have until you've touched a thousand dogs. It's just the way it is. And you don't get it. You can be the best scissorer in that coming straight out of school and scissor just amazingly and not be able to get the job done because your time management isn't good or because you don't have the body language skills or who knows what. It's surprising. And I totally am just now starting to get a little of that respect. Not even that I deserve it because it may be in a few areas, maybe, but I totally know what you mean. And I do honor and respect everybody who's been in the business as long as like, for instance, you have. So look at, let me talk um, quickly now about three senior dog shampoos that I found. Cool. Okay. And I only found three that were labeled for senior dogs, specifically for senior dogs. One of those is hearts. Really? And then there was Bark to Basics Uh and Senior Bliss by Vetnique Labs. Vetnique Labs is the company that introduced Glandex powder for um, anal gland. Glandex is a good thing to know about. What is it? Tell me about it. It's a powder that has been developed explicitly to help with um, natural anal gland expression. So you eat it? I mean, I don't eat it. The dog eats no, it? No, the dog eats it. Nice. And so it's a good product to know about. And, you know, like, and, and by the way, I, ha- I have become much more likely to, like, recommend products, like, especially on Amazon and send people a link instead of trying to, like, sell them the product. I just say, here's something that I suggest for Mitzi to help with whatever it is. And remember, ladies and gentlemen and Barbara Bird, if you go to our website and use the Chewy portal and send a link to Chewy, the Groom Pod gets a tiny commission off of that. Oh, I had forgotten about that. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. So you yeah. looked up these shampoos so I looked up these shampoos, and so I'm going to talk about Bark to Basics first, because actually, it was the product. Bark to Basics is the only one of these three shampoos that is marketed, especially for professional groomers. Comes in gallons. Uh-huh. Can be diluted 16 to 1. Those are those are symptoms of <laughs> marketing to groomers. Right. You know? right. So, uh and it and it's the product that I liked the least, at least by their marketing. So it is. I'm reading specifically crafted. That's good to address the condition of a dog skin and coat that develops as they age. 
That's an excellent statement. What does it contain, Susie? I'm riveted. Let me know. Menthol and aloe vera. Uh, uh, okay. In a gentle formula. So it delivers soothing relief for sore joints and muscles, follicle-stimulating benefits. That's garbage. Follicle-stimulating. You know, if they had said, because what menthol does, and we'll talk a little bit more about menthol later. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about menthol because... Are we running short? We're at 58 minutes now. Okay, it's going to be an extra long uh, podcast, people. You don't have to edit it to an hour. Because uh, I'm not done yet. Yes, keep going. Forge ahead, Barbara. But I will say, in terms of the menthol, it doesn't, I mean, you can't stimulate the hair follicle. The hair follicle is like an envelope. Or the hair shaft. It's empty. It, well, it's got a hair shaft in there. It's the envelope for the hair shaft. And it's developed from the stem cells and blood. So what menthol does, it, it does kind of give you a flush of a, uh, a moment of increased blood circulation. And it has a, coo- a, a cooling sensation. Um, but there's no exact uh, science to say that dogs experience that as relief for sore joints and muscles. They might not even like a cooling sensation for all we know. Right. They can't tell us. I mean, they do, but they don't. And it certainly doesn't stimulate the follicles. It stimulates the blood circulation deeper in the skin for a minute. (laughs) Barbara's getting excited. She's knocking things over. I'm knocking things (laughs) over. Well, oh, I'm telling you, this marketing, it stimulated my angry bird response. (laughs) But I'm gonna I'm gonna contrast this with hearts. Now, I'll tell you that Hearts is a, a line of products that I stay away from. Me too. I just like, I just learned early on that Hearts was shit. But you know what? This is a really well-marketed product. The Heart Senior Dog Shampoo, um, except for the statement that it's super sudsy, you know, like that's just, pandering to your hands you know right (laughs) listen it moisturizes it contains milk protein oatmeal omega-6 fatty acids it strengthens and conditions dull thinning coat with sunflower oil and vitamin e it's really well marketed they have they have a panel that uses highlights there main ingredients and what they do. It has a a really complete ingredient disclosure. Back to basics, does the most bullshit ingredient panel in the universe. No, well, that's an exaggeration, but (laughs) of of all of these three, it's definitely, you know, and aloe vera, come on. 
We already know that there's no science to back that aloe vera in the powdered form that's used in shampoos in a, in a quick shampoo rinse off solution does anything, does anything. But what it has is consumer recognition value. Appeal. Yes, we know that one because it's in almost everything. So, you know, and definitely moisturizing is something that we want to do for senior dog skin and coat. Moisturizing, 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 you know. um, And it's a hearts product that I find fascinating. And it's a heart. And here's a hearts product that's nailed it. You know, it doesn't have exactly the ingredients that I would put in my senior dog shampoo because I would have some ceramides in there and stuff like that. You know, it'd be a little bit fancier. Let's pass on those two. Okay. Senior Bliss. That's quite a nice name. I like Senior it. Bliss by uh, Vetnique Labs. Although it does sound a little bit like a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Senior Bliss. <laughs> I love marketing. I, I I love marketing. I I adore these the use of words for emotional impact. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I just I get it. You know, so it's hypoallergenic. Well, you know, yes, no, okay. Contains biotin, hinoki oil, avocado oil, and oh yeah, also jojoba, aloe vera. <laughs> You've got to have aloe vera there because if you don't have aloe vera, they're going to people, the ordinary Joe Blow groomer or pet owner is going to think it doesn't have any moisturizing benefit. Right. If you have aloe vera in it, hey, oh yeah, that's going to moisturize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so aloe vera and raspberry seed oil. Woo-woo! Hinoki oil is a Japanese oil that uh, it's kind of new to the essential oil marketplace. It's In other words, they, they keep coming up with something every year, you know, and especially if you're in another country and you want to join the really mad dash to natural and essential oil use, <laughs> you're going to come up with something new. So Hinoki oil is uh, actually, even though it was like discovered in Japan and given a kind of Japanese name, Hinoki oil actually is made primarily in India and China. <laughs> India has now outpaced China in the Hinoki oil production. And uh <laughs> Well, it is, it, it's kind of a fad, and I'm going to say this, it's a fad uh, hair and skin treatment ingredient. There's no real science behind it yet. It's not even in, in my huge essential oil safety book. Hmm. There, well, it's in there, but there's like no information available. And that was just like five years ago. So, you know, like there's the, very little is really known. And this is what happens in the the rush to natural and the, uh, I have something more exotic than you do in my product, <laughs> you know, like, 
like, do you really need Hinoki oil in there? No, it's just like, um, it's exotic. It's exotic. You know, everybody wants something exotic. Everybody wants something that's, uh, you know, like sounds folkloric to me. When in truth, olive oil or. Well, you know what? The avocado oil is really good and that'll do it. You know, you don't really need hinoki oil too, but hinoki oil is going to catch the eye of all these people that are starting to see it pop up in these um, exotic products on Amazon. And jojoba is really good for both skin and and hair. Right. Um, but, But not exciting. But not exciting. The raspberry... Raspberry sounds delicious. Yes. And Hinoki oil sounds exotic. Right. They're hitting all the buttons. So this Senior Bliss provides support for common skin conditions in older dogs. I think it's well marketed uh, and it's in a pretty much integrity. You have to use it full strength. And, the, you know, like, I, I don't know, I'd like to see show season come up with something that maybe has some real moisturizing, hair strengthening. Um, they already have that. It's called AminoFlex. Well, AminoFlex is a protein oh, wow. shampoo. And, and that's helpful. Right. I mean, damaged hair, compromised hair, compromised skin. You, you'd be surprised how well a protein treatment will improve temporarily the skin of any dogs i mean i've i found that kind of by accident because i was using my protein treatment to help the hair coat and noticed that gee your skin looks great (laughs) (laughs) side effects yeah 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 so anyway there we go about senior dog coat in here please don't use a slicker brush on that older coat because it's it's going to damage it and it's not going to be able to repair and it i mean it's going to damage it faster and more damage than healthy younger hair um and uh, and use a conditioner uh i did find something else another product on the on the uh, vanique labs that I thought was uh, kind of cool. And it's called, and it's a, a kind of a, it's a bandage cover, a bandage cover called Stop Lick. Oh, repl- cool. Yeah, it replaces the need for Elizabethan collar. And what it does is it has, maybe it's Hinoki oil, I don't know. <laughs> it has, <laughs> has something on it that, has a skin ting a tongue tingling effect. Ah, capsicum. So, yeah, so something. yeah, well, yeah, it has something that has a tingles the tongue. It's a bandage cover, and I, um, I thought, wow, that's kind of uh, uh, interesting. I like to kind of get a wind of new veterinary products i get i get veterinary journals in and catalogs because i called myself a health pet health center uh when i when i was selling health food 
All right. Okay, so I think we're done. So um, we better be done. We're way over. But it's all good. I think I'll probably leave this pretty much unedited because might as well. That'll be two unedited shows in a row, but we can live with that. I don't think they're going to mind. I don't think they're going to mind either. So I didn't forget to tell you one good horse thing since we're on our way out. Apparently, riding a horse on contact is rehabbing my shoulders. My shoulders have never felt like they were healing at all. All of a sudden, now they feel like they're healing. Like I can feel connection with muscles in my back that I haven't had connection with because everything's always so dumped over on the table. So I was pretty excited about that little side effect. And we're going to head off into the wild blue yonder, Barbara. Yeah, I'm going to say, I want to say hello to my customer, Pam. Hi, Pam. Who listens to our podcast all the time. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Pam. Nice to meet you. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening, putting up with us. Good point. We've got a bunch of new people. We have a bunch of yeah. new people. Welcome to all the new people. I guess by now you know that I have a potty mouth. Yes. <laughs> and you know that I get distracted easily. <laughs> that Yeah. We all have our little things. And Susie promised me when I agreed to work with her that I didn't have to uh, filter nope. myself. So there you go. All right. Well, I hope you Fucking guys. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the show and I hope you continue to listen in every week if you'd like to tip your bartenders or well your groomers you can do so at our website with the donation button and patreon and remember to support our sponsors happy grooming everybody see you next week on the groom pod bye-bye now take good care of yourselves we love you